Hello, hello. It is Seasons, a year of movies. I'm Emma. And I'm Grace. <laughs> Don't sound so excited. Her bulge is really sleepy. Really sleepy. Um, and it's 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 eleven thirty on a Saturday. <laughs> and we're uh, very sleepy. No thoughts, head empty, except for the theme song, <laughs> Nine to Five. Nine to Five. Yes, that's the movie we watched. Uh, Dolly Parton directed, written, and stars stars in. Absolutely not. That was the, that was a joke. Was a joke. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had such a look of genuine like, what are you talking about? Actually, I don't know who directed this movie. Um, his name is Craig. Craig. <laughs> Shout outs to Craig. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> Male feminist ally, <laughs> Craig. Um, well, for, for, I, I don't, did Jane Fonda work on the script or is she just, is, like, she is, just an ideas lady? She, she's the ideas lady. She's the producer. Right, right, right. Um, okay. Okay. And like some, someone else wrote the original script and then Craig came in and like rewrote it. <clears throat> That's and right. Directed it and apparently was a very nice man. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm mean, good for Craig. Um... Anyway, I've never seen this movie before. Me neither. <laughs> um, like most of the stuff this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we both thought this movie was going to be something different than it is. <laughs> this is a powerful movie. It, um. I mean, it is. And this is, the thing is that despite having that shift, it really won me over mm-hmm. uh, by the end of it. Um, Should we give the good people a, a short summary? Yeah, yeah. So... Um, the, the movie starts following... Well, actually, we, we open with... Um, I'm forgetting the actress's name and the character's name. <laughs> um, but, you know, the one who's not Dolly Parton or Jane Fonda. <laughs> Violet. Lily Violet, Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Shout to Lily Tomlin. Lesbian icon. We love her. Um, and she's like this... She's like the manager at, the, at this company called Consolidated. And you don't know what it is and you never find out. Incredible. It's just... You know, sort of, and she's training Jane Fonda, mm-hmm. whose name is in the movie is Judy. Uh, Judy, who's a new new hire who just got divorced because her husband was having a affair with his secretary, mm-hmm. and now she's a secretary. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and they work under this boss who's just kind of a asshole who's like failed upwards, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Dolly Parton. Who is? It's it's also a D name. Dorley. Dorley. I I don't know why <laughs> this is happens every episode. <laughs> You're like I know the names. I got it. But Dorley, uh, and she's his secretary. And everyone thinks that she's sleeping with him, but she's absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, he just is a creep. He's a mega creep. He's a mega creep. Anyway, uh. He's a terrible boss, and the ladies end up getting drunk and high together. Yes, <laughs> smoking a smoking a Maui Wowie joint. Um, and so they just like fantasize about killing him, and then the next day, Violet accidentally puts poison in his coffee. Rat, rat poison, to be specific, <laughs> not just like oh, I got some hemlock lying around. <laughs> um, it looks like it looks like uh, looks like. Half and half. It looks like whatever the, uh, the thing skinny is. Skinny and sweet. Skinny and sweet. Um, um, and so 
uh, he, like, hits his head and goes to the hospital, unrelated to the coffee. Yeah, it's because um, his, well, this has been, a, like, a recurring gag is his chair keeps falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but they're worried that, you know, that they killed him. Um, so then the whole second half, the <laughs> second act of this movie is, um, stealing a dead body because <laughs> yeah because they're trying to hide the kill but then it turns out he's not dead but then they like talk about it in the bathroom and someone snitches to him mm-hmm. and so he's like gonna blackmail them yes so, so then they kidnap him <laughs> and they they lock they trap him in his house for like, like six weeks <laughs> yeah and basically they they they, they realize that he has been embezzling money, like, pretending this warehouse is full. Has been, so, like, okay, we have to get the records, but they won't come in for, like, four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they trap him, and then they run the office um, without him, and everything gets better. <laughs> yes, yes. They, they, I mean, they, like, institute childcare and, like, flexible hours mm-hmm. and, like... Equal I, pay. <laughs> equal pay and, like, job sharing. So, like, you can work part-time if, you mm-hmm. you know, have, have somebody else that works the other half of your shift and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, anyway, um, but then his, so his wife this whole time has been on, the boss's wife <laughs> has been on vacation on a cruise mm-hmm. that he didn't want to go on because he was trying to sleep with Dolly Parton. <laughs> he's living his, uh, she's living her best life. <laughs> yes, yes, she really, because the thing is, it's, yeah, it's good because she clearly loves him and it doesn't make sense, but that's. That's the joy of it. Um, but she, you know, comes home and sets him free from the machination. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, um, is like, all right, I'm going to, you know, wrangles them all three and I'm going to call the police. But then the chairman of the board the chairman shows. chairman of the board. Uh, who, fucking. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a family podcast. Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders <laughs> meets Matthew McConaughey. Shows up. Um, it's not literally Matthew McConaughey, to be clear. Um, and is like, I really love what you've been doing with the place. I want to give you a promotion and send you down to Brazil. Mm-hmm. And so the three ladies kind of get off and realize that they have an opportunity to like shape the company for the better. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the movie. That's the movie. Um, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I don't know. It's so fun. Why aren't movies fun anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And we're coming after movies. <laughs> I mean, I do think, yeah, well, we should go into our likes and yikes, but the one thought I have related to that is, like, there's that sequence where they're both, they're all talking about how they would do him in, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, like, these extended fantasy <laughs> sequences where it's, like, um, you know, Jodie Foster dressed up in, like, a hunting outfit, like, trying to shoot him down mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And, like, I just don't think you take a swing like that in a modern comedy i mean maybe maybe i'm maybe i don't know <laughs> i don't i haven't watched a ton of movies you know but i just feel like it's very it's just different yeah but yeah uh emma what's what's your what are your what's your like oh my gosh my like oh okay, this is, is so good <laughs> my like is our hero <laughs> our, <laughs> our wonderful child <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh violet's son is just like amazing i don't know i don't know how to describe him uh, um, other than the weed son <laughs> right well, well they so they it's introduced like so she's a widow uh-huh right and uh, has four kids mm-hmm. and so this you know is like her oldest son mm-hmm. he's like 16 maybe i don't know he you looks know, great yeah <laughs> he's just got this vibe <laughs> um 
and he uh, is, you know, out. I mean, like, and they're, you know, they're just working in the garage together. And they, they just have this really great rapport. Uh-huh. And it kind of seems like, okay, like, he is sort of, like, helped raise the other kids, right? Right. And they have, he's, like, a... like, he's, like, talking her through because she's complaining about work and stuff. Right. And basically, <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, hey, mom, uh, I can get you some weed <laughs> to help you out. <laughs> Yeah. And she's like, she she says no. She's like, I no, like I don't like that. I don't like that you're doing that. But like is very chill about it. Yeah, there's not um, there's not a threat of like retribution there or like yeah. I'm, it's just like, hey, I would maybe She's like, hey, maybe be careful. Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and stuff. And so they just kind of they go back and forth about it. Um and eventually she's like, okay, yeah, slip, slip a joint in my purse. <laughs> and that's how they, you know, get the... That's get how they the... get highlighter. Um, But it's just, it's just the best scene. And, yeah. And, like, I, I, uh, I want to steal his look. I want to steal his very high-waisted jeans um, and his long feathery hair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his, uh, and his high-quality weed. Um, yeah. It's just... Maui wowie. What a, what an icon. Yes. Um, we love this unnamed son. Sorry, now I'm having thoughts about it being named Maui Wai. We will get to the, like, race <laughs> stuff in this movie, which is, like, very... I'm gonna say weird. <laughs> yeah. As, like, a tentative... Weird is a good word. <laughs> well, yeah, or I guess... What's what's, what's your what's your yike? What do you not what do you not enjoy? Um, my yike is... I love the fantasy sequences. Um, they are ridiculous and amazing. Um, as you allude to. But... Dolly Parton's, um, cause Dora Lee is like, oh, well, I want to give him a taste of his own medicine. And so then like her, half of her fantasy is just like her, like sexually harassing and assaulting him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, which should be clear, like he, he does to her in this movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, no bueno. <laughs> it's like not funny. Um, you know, right. And- well, I think it. I, I, I don't, I think, obviously, you know, sexual harassment and this stuff has a gendered component, mm-hmm. right? But, like, women do stuff like this, too, especially in positions of power. Mm-hmm. And so, like, seeing that flipped in that way, like, I just said, it's supposed to be sort of gratifying and, like, mm-hmm. silly. But, like, it, it doesn't feel silly anymore, I yeah, think. Yeah, because it's also, it's, it's like, alternate timeline him. Because it's not like, it's not like the him who's been doing this and then all of a sudden he's like oh what like right yes the tables have been turned it's like he's like this demure like you know perfect like unassuming yeah traumatized man yeah <laughs> it's like who's like yeah <laughs> and um it's very uh, yeah it's just it's just not funny right i'm with you mm-hmm. um grace what's your yike uh- <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think we literally said yikes. Yes, I think we did <laughs> when this happened. Um, so at the end of the movie, they do a like you know, uh, where are they now? Like mm-hmm. sort of thing with all the characters, right? Like Dora Lee becomes a country singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the one for the boss, whose name I cannot uh, Mr. remember. Mr. Hart. Mr. Hart. Oh right, fart. Yes, it's, it's like Franklin Hart. Um, F fart. F heart. Um, and, uh, it just, like, talks about him getting abducted by Amazons in Brazil and never being seen again. It sure does. (laughs) 
and I mean, I think we'll get into this, but it's it's a particularly like egregious example of the way like otherness is deployed as like a means of committing violence mm-hmm. or like sort of like, I mean, I, I like the marijuana scene plays in this too, where it's like, oh, like it's, isn't it fun and cute that these, you know, like harmless white ladies are smoking <laughs> a joint together. Mm-hmm. And then like, but like if it's that scene, it's like three black women. You know, it, it, it like, I don't say you could do that scene and have it be lighthearted, right? But, like, the visual politics of it are really different. And the movie's just not, like, equipped to to be, like, yeah, breaking the law is cool and good when you're black, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Like, it's 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 cute and fun for white people, right? And I, anyway, and I think that that, like, that sort of, like, justice being done through sort of this, like, privatized other is just, like, really racist and, and right. weird. And it's just, like, like, it's like uh, outsourcing. <laughs> Yeah. Of the, mm-hmm. the violence. Right, yes, it, it really is, right? Um, and I think there's, you know, obviously uh it's sort of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we'll um, talk more about the race. Yes. There's more. There's more. <laughs> there's more to there's it. There's more. Um this is like a just a teeny tiny thing, but I guess this is what this is for. Mm-hmm. Uh is my like the opening sequence. It's just playing, you know, Dolly Parton song nine to five. And there's a metronome, there's like a music shop and the metronomes are in time with the music. And I think that's cute. <laughs> I think that opening sequence, like it, it's very like pedestrian, but it's like mm-hmm. it's fun and it's a good song, right? We've been we've been singing it all week. Oh my week. gosh, we've been singing it before we watched it, <laughs> while we watched it, after we watched yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, it didn't help that you showed me that uh, that SNL sketch. Oh that's my like... gosh, <laughs> the forbidden sketch. The forbidden sketch, which you can't. Yeah, which Emma had to like go on some Chinese mirror site or something to <laughs> to find. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, shout outs to anyone who remembers the the stumbling yeah. SNL digital short, um. starring Paul Rudd. <laughs> All right, and Paul McCartney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah, let's just let's just get into it. Maybe we can go on the race stuff since we were just talking. About yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Let me uh crack open. <laughs> <laughs> This is, a, this is a diet coke, by the way, to, to be clear to the listener. This is not, I was not day drinking here to get through this. Oh, it feels like it. <laughs> um, well, so like, I think, I mean, we, we just talked about this, but there's a line where um, all three of them go to the bar and this is where they first sort of meet up and like, because, oh, yes. yeah. you know, they found out Dolly Parton has not been, you know, sleeping with him and he's, that he's you know, been, been lying about that and yeah. And um, like. That kind of stuff, um, and and she's mad about, and so they're all sort of commiserating. Like, um, doesn't someone get someone gets f- fired because they can't? Like, the, Judy was talking to somebody in the bathroom about salaries. Oh yeah, um, and so then that that person gets fired. Right. Yes, um, that's right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. they're all just they're all going through it. Yeah, and she first. didn't get the promotion because he's a sexist, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Well, and the company's sexist too. Right. Um, and, um, anyway, and so they're all sort of commiserating and, um, Violet mm-hmm. describes their situation as a pink collar ghetto, Ooh. right? Like that's, um, <laughs> <laughs> she sure does. She sure does say it that way. Yeah. And like, yeah, do, do like, <clears throat> I think that's a, that's a situation where, um, different words could have been used, right? Yes, because yeah. the situation she's describing is real and like is what's happening mm-hmm. um but it is like uh it just it just shows off um 
the movie's whiteness. Yes. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, there's also a sort of interesting element because, because like, so the core cast, like all the characters that we've talked about are all white, mm-hmm. right? But the like extras and sort of the peripheral cast mm-hmm. um, is, you know, pretty diverse yeah. racially, right? Yeah. Um, they're like, mul- and like, you know, not like they don't get a lot of screen time, but they're like multiple named black characters, mm-hmm. right? Or even um, the like um, the lady who gets fired. I can't remember her name. Oh she yeah, does, she does have a name. <laughs> yes. Um, and she like she's like Hispanic, Latinx, right? And she like has an accent. You know, yeah. it's like not mm-hmm. not super strong, but it's like there. Um, and there's like disabled people in the office as well. Yes. Like yeah. uh-huh. like um, there is a this diversity is present, um, but it has little impact on the story, and like the movie's just not concerned. Um, right. What with I, the differences right. know, that mm-hmm. might arise. Yeah, what I think is something that's kind of interesting about this movie is it's not, it is not, it's not as if these three girls are, like, pulling a communist revolution, but they are kind of, like, seizing the means of production, right? Uh-huh. Like, they are, like, taking control and then, like, you know, taking ownership mm-hmm. of the city as workers and then shifting the way the system works to benefit other workers, right? Right. So, like, there is this sort of, like, literal... And I think it's significant as also that that's, like, funneled through, that it's, like, three white women who do that, right? Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Will you say something about... I thought it was a really good insight about... Um, kind of, I mean, we kind of alluded to it earlier, but the, about the violence being, like, colonial. Yeah. Well, I mean, so even, like, Jane Fonda dressed up in the safari outfit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. It's like a safari, typical safari. And she has, like, the, you know, the bands of shells and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, like, was wearing, like, one of those hats, you know, like, little <laughs> domed hats with the, with the like, flat rim and stuff. And it's, like, you know, and, and like, it just, that image of, like, okay, now... Like, now that I've put on this costume mm-hmm. of, like, colonial power, <laughs> yeah, right, now I can do violence, mm-hmm. right? Like, now I can sort of, yeah. you know, and the fact that, like, when, you know, uh, Violet, like, accidentally poisons mm-hmm. the boss, right, it's a, um, it's a, like, it's mortifying, right, mm-hmm. to everyone. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, they were joking around. Yeah. They didn't expect anything like that to actually happen, right? And it was, like, a complete accident, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, that sort of difference between, like, okay, like, now in my mind, I can be, like, a princess, which, like, right. ha- you know, which has sort of, like, connotations, I think, in a mm-hmm. sort of cultural he- hegemonic sense, right? Or a cowgirl or mm-hmm. a, like, hunter, and now I can, like, do this violence. And then, like, once I step out of that and I'm, like, a woman. Yeah, I'm right, a in the normal world, white lady. Yeah, it's, then it's, like, it's, you know abominable to yes. commit any sort of yes. violence. Yeah, and so I think that like, I mean, yeah, that cost, it just there's, yeah, it feels really weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have like too much more to say about that. Yeah. And, you know, and to be fair, it's not like the boss is not like suddenly otherized in a way that like, mm-hmm. like it's not like he you know, gets put in blackface or something horrible like that, right? Like, there's just not, you know, it's, he is a misogynistic, bigoted asshole. And, like, they repeat that in the... There's, like, a like a certain set of adjectives they repeat in each sequence, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why he's being hunted, right? Like, right. it's it's not, you know... Yeah, like, I don't think the, the, the violence itself is not racial, but sort of mm-hmm. the ability to put on that violent element is, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah, I just, I just thought that was really, 
smart um <laughs> you think that and i wanted that to be shared um yeah i think i think it all just speaks to yeah it's like this movie is not out to be racist no. it's just like very white yeah. <laughs> and like ignorant you know no, in that I, I, it feels yeah. it feels very much like of the time mm-hmm. which you know again not saying that like that's okay right. <laughs> that all this stuff is in there um but it does feel um yeah it just feels ignorant yeah, more than anything else for sure like it i, I don't think like yeah, like, I think it is difficult to, I mean, outside of a couple moments that we've already, like, touched on, I think it's difficult for to come out of this movie and be like, wow, what a, what a racist movie. But I think I think there are, like, a lot of ideological assumptions that are baked into mm-hmm. it that, like, are just sort of hard to, like, you know, um, pass over, right? Yeah. Um, you know. Um, there was something else I was going to say about that. Oh, I, I guess, like, this is also the thing is that, um, well, we were, I was just thinking about, because, I don't know, I feel like this is a thought I have every time I watch an older movie mm-hmm. that's about women mm-hmm. in some oh, form, yeah, yeah. right, is that, like, I, like, I feel like I've said this exact thing on the podcast before, but just, like, it's just, like, really weird to me that, like, there are movies like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this movie, and, like, I'm not, this is not a significant, like, element of, like, feminism, right? But this movie passes the best role test easily, mm-hmm. right? It's a movie entirely about women. It is about their, like, like relationship with men and relationship with, like, capitalism and broader systems, right? Mm-hmm. But it's in a way that's, like, very empowering and sort of charming and, mm-hmm. like, you know... Um, and obviously, like, it's about white women, right? <laughs> Which is, like, a whole other thing. But it's, like, I, I feel weird the way, like... Like Wonder Woman was such a big cultural event because it was, like, this is the, this is the female superhero movie, right? Right. Or, um... You know, or Little Women, the mm-hmm. recent Little Women, even though there's been, you know, so many adaptations of it and, you know, at least one other one is directed by a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I feel like this is a point I've hammered on before, Yeah, I it's think it's just weird. It's just, like, important to remember, um, like, feminism or whatever. <laughs> like, it's not, like, a checklist. Yes, um, yeah. Like, even, I mean, we were talking about this and it's, like, the limitations of the best doll test because, um, like, this movie does pass, um, but we had to think about it. It was, like, oh, mostly, like, <laughs> like they're always, like, talking about this boss, this right. man. Right, because he's sort of, the, he's the plot, yes. right? Like, he's the um, bad guy and so it revolves around him a lot. And so, like, you know, one, I can easily hear somebody arguing. It's, like, oh, well, it's, like, all focused about this man. Um, you know, this, yeah. this movie isn't, isn't feminist or not feminist enough. Um, but like, I think it's important to recognize that this movie, um, is like intimately concerned with like women's issues, yes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. in the, in the workplace. Um, and you know, and like, just because like the fact that they're consistent, constantly interacting and like thinking and talking about this man, like that's that's reality <laughs> like yes. mm-hmm. that's that's what it is and stuff and so yeah it's just you know there's there's a lot of movies yeah. out there um and like i think i think there you know certainly there's a thing to be said about access to yes. them right mm-hmm. or like but but i think it, it's worth noting like we we checked out this movie from the public library mm-hmm. right for for a dollar Mm-hmm. right you know and like anyway and that doesn't mean like every library is gonna have this but right but there is like mm-hmm. there is like access to this kind of stuff like if you have a, a dvd player yeah 
right? Like you could watch this movie, check mm-hmm. it out from your local library or whatever, right? Yeah. You know, and so I'm not, anyway, I'm not saying there is like, there's like, there's also like cultural element to that, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like you, you know, nine to five is not in the conversation, mm-hmm. right? We're not doing this because it's timely, right? <laughs> uh-huh. You know, and so uh, there's like multiple layers to that. But I do think like, I think you do sort of have to flip the script on it mm-hmm. and kind of be like, well, like, like, well, it's not a, like, it's like, oh no, but it is important because it's not modern. Right. right. Or like, like it we, is like an example of this, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should recognize in these conversations about like all types of, you know, like diversity, diversity and marginalized groups. Like there is stuff out there <laughs> like yeah. representing these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like we can both acknowledge the gap and also not erase what already does exist yes yeah um yeah and this isn't me being like oh like you know sexism isn't real <laughs> right <laughs> because 30 years ago there was a movie about women you know or whatever right like it's it's just that like people you know just people have been making movies for a long time right yeah. and like and a lot of different people have been and so and i think like if we want to like center marginalized voices in that conversation i think we have to look to the past and look to the margins too mm-hmm. none of this movie's in the margins really but like mm-hmm. you know yeah it's just it brought up some thoughts yes. <laughs> some grumpy twitter thoughts yes yeah <laughs> well I, I just i don't i don't know it just yeah, i feel like it's a very like naive understanding of history to be like representation has been bad until it got like okay recently and it's like starting to get better right <laughs> that it's like it's just so much more layered than that you know um well, should we talk about should we talk about uh capitalism oh i guess <laughs> um sure <laughs> yeah well i mean i the movie is um i don't know there, there's this meme that i think we'll we'll post on admiralmapping.com ah, <laughs> that is uh you know it's like a stock photo of someone looking over at someone else's test mm-hmm. and it's like mark's looking over at dolly parton writing nine to five <laughs> Right, and so that was just like in my mind this whole time, mm-hmm. as yeah, like you were, uh, you were ready to watch this this Marxist. Yes, this, well, which I knew it wasn't going to be Marxist right? comedy. Um, but like it, um, but but both of us like ah, oh, this isn't really Mar-. and like nine to five even is like, it's like a lot of like girl boss feminism almost. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think it's it's not as egregious as that necessarily, but it is like. They don't give you credit. Like, you should get a promotion, mm-hmm. right? Like, you should run the company. Yeah. You know? And that, that stuff is, like, really prevailing in the movie, too. Like, there was a sense that, like, Violet is the one who deserves to be in um, Mr. Hart's position. Right. Right. And that if she was, things would just be better. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but. 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 There's also the cuts against that. Like, when the chairman of the board's coming and is, like, telling about like oh i love all the pro i love the daycare i love all these things that you've been doing but it's like i'll put the equal pay that's gotta go <laughs> right and so there is this like immediate you know sensation of like okay like working within this is like not gonna be the way to do it right yeah. and so like um the chairman of the board is definitely running a startup yes where they have <laughs> benefits um incredible benefits and no pay <laughs> yes right <laughs> it's not like but yeah, I as it also reminded me of Emma, Emma's watched the sitcom The Middle oh, in a in a bless. frenzied haze <laughs> over the past like two or three months, um, and that's also a show that I feel like is like deeply compromised in the way it like tries to engage. Compromise is not a word I like, but you get what I'm saying. Um, 
with the way it tries to engage in like this like very poor family like mm-hmm. struggling and like dealing with everything and a lot of it kind of feels like ah well they're just kind of being dumb <laughs> but also they have like terrible luck right and like and like capitalism works against them and, and things like that you know mm-hmm. um but i think it's the kind of thing that's like really cathartic for someone to watch and that's clearly yeah. like the intention right mm-hmm. is that it's like very sort of relatable problems given like comedic height right right and this feels like a similar thing where it's like a movie that you would want to see with your working gals like after work and just be like oh yeah like this is what it's like a little bit yeah. and i think that there's like you watch this movie and you smoke a joint right yeah <laughs> and, and then you go to go to the office the next week <laughs> right yes and I, and i think that like um there's a relief to that that i think is like mm-hmm. i think is pretty valuable or like you know as yeah. far as like this kind of thing goes right mm-hmm. no. um yeah, the thing it reminded me of um, was The Apartment. Yes. Um, that movie. Because um, visually, like, The Office is, like, the exact same. Yes, true. <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah. Everybody should watch The Apartment. That's a it's fantastic. so good. That's an incredible movie, yeah. Um, um, but. I guess technically also workplace comedy, but very, very different. <laughs> very, very different. Um. But the thing about the apartment, I love that. I love that, like, set and everything. Um, where they build it to just look like this endless office, you know, yeah. like this. Um, it's like this infinite expanse. It's right. Like, yeah. Of, like, ever-expanding work and capital and stuff, and it's just, like, a, a gaping maw. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like it's like a painting, right? For like Yeah, I think so. And all the stuff. And it's, like, it's like very striking. Um, <laughs> then you come into this movie, and that's, like, just what the office is it's like a real ass office yes that's, yeah that's exactly like that and it's like oh like this is not like like a heightened version that like reflects reality like it just is yes <laughs> like it... well and then also i mean that that scene when you get the wide shot of the office again mm-hmm. when they come and like you know heart like oh, sees yeah. what it looks like again and it's like color you know there's a bunch of color and like there's more open space mm-hmm. and like you know you see this guy like rolling up on the wheelchair which like he wouldn't have had room to do that in the previous layout yeah. right mm-hmm. and like there is sort of this visual rhetoric happening mm-hmm. it's like one of the few moments of like real cinema <laughs> <laughs> yes i say with air quotes right <laughs> in, in otherwise like pretty like pedestrianly filmed movie mm-hmm. um but yeah, like I think that's true, right? Yeah. No, it was just it was just like I don't know, it's just hard to see cuz I I feel like in these things it's like you know it's like oh everybody knows like the the, the office is terrible. Like it's, yeah. it's this it's this big horrible place to go to. Um but then like and like I feel like you know we make we make things like worse in our minds or we feel like we're over exaggerating like how bad work is mm-hmm. um but then you get to work and then it's just like oh no like it really is this terrible place yeah well um, like I like when when you know Judy goes into work the second day mm-hmm. to begin the movie and this also this is like to be clear we we've kind of talked around this but like the first like half hour of the movie is straight up like a slice of life mm-hmm. like comedic workplace thing right yeah. there's a couple moments that feel a little exaggerated but it doesn't really like hit until <laughs> heart like hits his head right mm-hmm. and then it like becomes a screwball comedy right but for that first half hour it's very like like i don't know it's almost like kiki right like yeah. you know maybe more critical of some mm-hmm. stuff than kiki is but like it's just like this like movie about women working and trying to live and having a hard time yeah right no i i think it has some of the sharpest stuff um in that beginning because it's so like 
normal. Yes, yeah. Um, or true to life. Um, like, I was... This movie made me think about how much of a woman's job in the workplace is, like, navigating relationships. Yes, and, yeah. And, like, forming mm-hmm. boundaries. And, like, a lot of times with other women. Um, because, like... Yeah, I mean, this the system makes you compete with each other. Not just, like, women, you know, women to women, but, like, all workers, right? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. or pitted against each other. Um, but there's just really... I just love the relationship with um, the boss's, like, main assistant, this lady, Roz, who's, like, always spying on people. And, like, Violet just gets these, like... <laughs> like these jabs in at her but they're like so polite and like yes. innocuous mm-hmm. um and it's like you know it, it takes like real effort to exist in a relationship like that yes um, yeah mm-hmm. and you know and it's like exhausting it's part of it's part of the work day and it yeah. takes it out of you right yeah well i think that's also like that's the the thing is the few glimpses we get into their jobs <laughs> which is like answering phone calls and like looking through saying numbers <laughs> saying numbers like again like the, the company's called consolidated like there is just no and what do you think is smart right uh-huh. I, I think this sort of absence of like material in this way is like actually like funny yeah right because i think it, i mean it points to the way capital is like a lot of it's a lot of action a lot of effort around mm-hmm. not very much at all but it is still like that negotiation right like it's like okay i have to hold this call and I have to pay attention to what's happening in the office. And also, it's, like, an open-air office, right? They're mm-hmm. not, like, cubicles. There's no, mm-hmm. like, private space. Yeah. Right? And so you're just, like, in this communal zone at all times. Right. You know? Well, especially in that beginning, you know, there's, like, a rule where, like, no personal effects can be seen, are allowed to be seen. Yes, yeah. <laughs> As if it's, so it's further just, like, throwing you in the middle of everyone else. Yes, yeah. Trying to do their thing, um. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, right. I, oof, I cannot do it. Yeah. Well, uh, we at my job, we were allowed to have, when I was still working <laughs> in the office, we did have personal effects and mm-hmm. stuff um, and cubicles. Yeah. But but less, not as much space to maneuver. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's sort of the, the thing is I think it's just, yeah, like it's relatable, right? Like yeah. it's like people, you know what it is like to work at a job like this under a guy like that. Mm-hmm. because you know most people have done it right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yeah and those people gotta keep doing it yeah yeah well i mean and, that, and that's the thing is i think there's um and i think that's what that's part of what makes the movie i think really really fun and refreshing is it's about a bunch of people like justifiably if like comedically and exaggeratedly like taking power for themselves in the mm-hmm. in the workplace right and um you know it's very silly <laughs> right <laughs> um but it's silly but we need more fun movies yes i mean yeah i, I think that's sort of the the thing is like um i mean this with the other movie this made me think of is um sullivan's travels i guess those are yes and that it's a movie about a hollywood director who it's actually where the title of oh brother where art thou comes from because he, he makes these comedies right these sort of like i feel like yeah like like 30s 40s screwball comedies like bring a baby stuff like that mm-hmm. right and it's like no i want to make a real film mm-hmm. you know i want to go out there and like show them what it's like i want to show what it's like in the streets so he like lives out in the streets and like but it's all sort of fake right like mm-hmm. he has like the studios like hounding him to come back and so he's constantly sort of being like reintroduced to like his normal life where he has this big mansion with a swimming pool and stuff mm-hmm. right um but then eventually he like 
I think someone tries to rob him and he gets like knocked in the head and gets sent to like a prison camp basically. And so it was like working, you know, not making money, just, you know, <laughs> like being a, being a slave in this prison. Right. And, um, basically the, the emotional climax of the movie is he, you know, the local church like does a showing of cartoons, right. For <laughs> the prisoners there. And he just like laughs and has a really good time and then sort of like realize, you know, and then eventually like gets out. Right. It turns out that like he, people thought he was dead, but he isn't. And you know, things get out and things work out. Right. But, but he kind of is like, I want to keep making these comedies because when I was in despair, when I didn't think I could get out of the situation, like when I thought I might be in prison for the rest of my life. Right. What brought me hope and comfort was seeing something funny. Right. And I think that there's, there's complexity there. And apparently originally the director wanted to put Charlie Chaplin, like, have, mm-hmm. like, modern times running mm-hmm. on the thing, which hits different than, like, a Mickey Mouse <laughs> cartoon, right? <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't I don't think, it's like, I don't think the movie, or, like, I don't think we should just take that as, like, a given. It's like, okay, yes, like, that's what movies should do, right? Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think there is, like, truth to that yeah. on some level that, like, you know, it's not, like, you... I don't know how much, yeah, like, I don't know how much something can really change the life of someone mm-hmm. who's, like, in a, in a darkness situation, but, like, something, like, giving you distraction for an hour and a half is, like, that's, like, a, I think a noble, mm-hmm. like, reasonable thing to do and want as, a, like, an artist and a yes. filmmaker, right? I need more movies like 9 to 5 and more movies like Salt of the Earth. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can have both. That's what I want. Right, and like also, you know, like, yeah, also, like, I want, you know, I want, like, Fire Walk With Me, and I want, like, I want movies that are dark, right? I'm not, mm-hmm. like, it can be diversity, right? But I but I think that, like, you know, I don't know. It's just, I just think there's value to this, too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think there's, like, I mean, yeah, I don't think this really applies to this movie, because I think this movie is, like, all right. Yeah, like I don't think it's a it's a masterpiece or anything, but I do think that like um, comedies are undervalued as like a means of like talking through stuff. And there's moments in this that have real pathos and tragedy, right? And it's you know it's it's like emotionally satisfying, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's some good storytelling, Mm -hmm. and so yeah, yeah. Um, We did not talk about sex. We didn't talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. (laughs) Uh, Well, did you have some? Well, I mean, I guess we're first thing. Dorley, Dorley has a husband. Dorley has a husband, and, and they have great sex. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's established early on. Uh, they're just having a good time. I am so happy for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also something that's like, like, and I think it's also a really nice contrast to. I mean, there's a scene in the movie where he's trying to come on to her, right? Where the boss is trying to come on to mm-hmm. her, to be clear. And then late, soon after that, she's complaining to her husband about it, mm-hmm. and her husband like. I don't know, like pinches her butt or something or like teases her yeah. in particular, like a flirty way. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like this immediate like contrast between like this, like reciprocal right. sort of like playful. Mm-hmm. Cause he is like, know. I want to, I don't want to say aggressive, but like the husband is like very upfront. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, he's like, Oh, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know you had like a hard day, you know, at work and like you're complaining and stuff, but like, you know, maybe, maybe we can do this. <laughs> Um, it said ends up, but like, she is very into it. Um, you know, and it just shows like that they have this relationship. Yes, for sure. Um, set up. Um, but yeah, other, other than like that, the movie is 
very weird about sex. Yeah, well, so... <laughs> in a way I was not expecting. So one of the subplots we didn't really summarize is that Judy's husband, keep ex-husband, keeps showing up. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, she goes to her apartment and he's there to, like, drop something off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, to give her some divorce papers, I think. And then later in the movie, he shows up at, at the boss's house where she's, like, watching him. Yeah. Right? And she's like, oh, like, I'm house-sitting and I'm alone. And they sort of, like, start talking. And he's like, yeah, it didn't work out with this other... And basically, he's sort of, like, trying to get back together with her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at this moment, Hart gets loose. <laughs> and so, like, she goes upstairs is like, wrestling him. Uh-huh. You know? And, like, kind of gets... I think gets him back and, like... <laughs> they have him attached to, like, a garage door opener. Yeah. And so it, like, slides like, up and he's in the air, right? Mm-hmm. And so then he shows up... The ex-husband. The ex-husband. And he's like... Yes, he's like, what, you're into B- 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're into sex games? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's like, yeah, I'm into M&M's. <laughs> sex games. I can do whatever sex games I want. Yeah. Um, that, that, I, that is a moment um, that I do yeah like like i I think it's like relying on like it is relying on like oh like people do weird sex stuff yes um but but like it's a moment for her to be like like i can have whatever you know like you are not a part of my life yeah like you have no bearing on like my sexual activity you know right get out um i think i think is like there's like a few times in this movie where they like refer to prostitutes you know and yes it's like, yeah it's like this horrible like scandalous thing and it's like i don't know it's like it's clear you know it's like only, only some jobs work nine to five and like deserve equal pay <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> and um and it's just like unfortunate and like i guess i guess i wasn't expecting there to like be so much reference to sex yeah um and then, like, when it popped up, like, a lot of it was, like, kind of weird. Yeah. Or shamey or, like, you know. Right. Well, and I think there is, like, there's not this movie. I mean, there is a way in this movie has, like, clashed consciousness. And I'm using air quotes here. Because it is, like, consolidated. The company sort of this general thing. It's almost metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Right? It's about, like, the state of, like, being a woman in the workplace. Right? But it's not about, like, the working class writ large. Right? Like, these right. aren't, you know, these aren't, like, blue-collar workers. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, like, or like sex workers or things like that. There's not this sort of incorporation of, of like, different groups. Which is fine. I mean, that's not a criticism of the movie. Right? Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, hard limitation, like, shows itself in a really nasty way when it comes to, like, sex work. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. No. Um, I don't feel like I have anything more to say about this movie. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah. I think, I think this is the most fun I've had. Wow. I had a great time with Modern Times. Modern Times is, Um, is, I mean, that's just kind of the unbeatable (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like the film. (laughs) It's so good. Um, Um, but like, I just had a really enjoyable time watching this. Um, and it just, yeah, I, I mean, I said it a million times before. It just made me feel like, oh, like, I should watch movies that I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That are fun. Well, I was also, like, having, like, it was fun, because I was having, like, grumpy day, mm-hmm. you know, and then, like, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to watch a movie, because I just have a hard time watching movies for whatever yeah. reason. And then it was like, I settled into it, and we were laughing, and, like, it was just really enjoyable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, perfect, perfect after work. Mm-hmm feature film well i have to share my my wikipedia 
learnings. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. I forgot that you out. saved something oh, for yes. Yes. the podcast. So I learned some great things. Like, um, I was very, I felt very validated to find out that this, um, that after the movie, there was a 9 to 5 TV show, like a yes. sitcom for, <clears throat> like, five years. Um, because I was thinking in during the movie, I was like, oh, like, uh, this might be better as a TV show. Um who knows the quality of that um but that was yes. a great thing to read i learned that um dolly parton like put together the beat for nine to five by like clicking her long acrylic nails together because <laughs> they sounded like like typing on a typewriter um which is just absolutely iconic but i did not share this tidbit with grace prior to recording i'm gonna pull it up okay um i wanted to save this <clears throat> so i've been saving this i've been sitting on this okay <laughs> let me read you this from wikipedia ronald reagan <laughs> grace's face continue Ronald Reagan wrote in his presidential diary that he and his wife nancy watched the film on valentine's day 1981 <laughs> i wish <laughs> he wrote, quote, Funny, but one scene made me mad. A truly funny scene if the three gals had played getting drunk, but no, they had to get stoned on pot. Oh my god! <laughs> it was an endorsement of pot smoking for any young person who sees the picture. Ronald! <laughs> Rotten hell, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I wanted to close this out with that. God, <laughs> that that's so... Uh, sorry, just being like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> this form of substance abuse <laughs> is totally fine and chill. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah, that's so loud. Sorry, I just didn't, I didn't know, I thought it was going to be like about Dolly Parton or something, so when you said Ronald Reagan, I was (laughs) losing my mind. (sighs) Oh, valuable stuff. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Emma, where where can people find you online? Oh no, I've killed you. (laughs) You've broken my spirit. (laughs) Uh. Well, you can find me. On Twitter at U of Wales. <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing the reaction. You're fine. Grace, where can people find you? You can find me at Grace underscore machine on uh-huh. Twitter.com. Uh, you can also follow the show at Seasons Movie Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go, uh, there's the arts by uh, Cecil Smith. Follow him on Instagram at Cecil underscore S- Smith underscore. Mm-hmm. And you can email us questions at seasonspod at gmail.com. I'm like, whoo, catching yeah, my breath. Yeah, all right. Um, our next movie, we're going to watch Man of Iron. The sequel to Man of Marble. Manarble. <laughs> Manarble. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we'll have a special guest. Maybe we'll have a special guest. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> all right, well, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, it was a delight watching this movie and talking about it with you all. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>